0: Wait a minute, I hear something! Dr. Movie! Dr. Movie! Dr. Movie! Dr. Movie! Yeah! Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the show that's normally in a car, and this time I'm not. <laughs> So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, Back for some more 80s teen shenanigan movies. Uh, The uh, sex comedies of the time, the teen romance sex comedies, whatever you want to call them. Um, And this one, to me, to me personally, stands out more than any of them. Uh, And that is The Last American Version from 1982. It was released... I think a week to two weeks before Fast Times at Richmond High came out, so it came out right there at the same point. Has a lot of the same feels about stuff, um, but to me, this one is uh, there, there's, there's 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 something about this this one that's just more relatable. Um, and for you that that know this movie, know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, this is one that's just not brought up enough. And uh, you really don't get this one confused with any other one, right? There's a lot of 80s teen movies out there. This one, you don't forget because it crushes your heart by the end of it. <laughs> oh, But uh, it's it's all about finding your first love and what are you willing to do to secure that first love. And uh, this movie gets deep, man. But at the same time, it's very Porky's-ish. Um, lots of uh, promiscuous sex going on. I don't even know if that's the right term. But uh, a lot of fooling around. You know, these, these are young people trying to figure things out. So let's uh, let's talk about this one. 1982, it says it's a drama, which we will we'll definitely talk about, and a sex comedy. And like I said, it came out just a little bit before Ridgemont. Um, It says here, a pizza delivery boy, Gary, loudmouth uh, David, and hunky Rick are three high schoolers who are uh, out to lose their virginity any way they can. Gary falls for a transfer student, which is Karen, who gets involved with Rick. And she also tries to fix Gary up with her lesser attractive friend. And it kind of goes on and on and on here. Um, I don't want to give too much away. We don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, you got three best friends here. You got one that's the good-looking guy. And the, the second one may not be the most attractive, but is the nice guy. And then you kind of got the 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 heavier guy that's, you know, uh, just doing for himself, man. He's, <laughs> he, he's not ashamed of, of who he is or anything. He's just kind of doing his thing. So uh, let's talk about this cast. First and foremost, we've got Diane Franklin, who doesn't love Diane Franklin. I know that Danny Bennett from the Hell Mean Power Hour does, because he got to meet her, and was I've never seen him get so googly eyed in my life. Um, so who who doesn't like Diane Franklin? I mean, she's just the the wholesome girl, right? Uh, we got uh, Steve Anton in this. Uh, was in the Goonies. Uh, he's uh. Plays a plays the he plays Rick in this movie right you got to watch out for those guys named Rick I can just go ahead and tell you that uh, Lawrence uh, Monison who's our main character Gary that you kind of take this trip with don't know of a lot else that he was in um, we do have an appearance by Louisa Mortiz which uh, didn't do all she did some acting but she's also one of those people that uh, accused Bill Cosby of some stuff. So we'll just kind of leave that there. Um, lots of ladies in this. Uh, Winifred Friedman is in this. Uh, I mean, when you see her, you know exactly who she is. I mean, she was in Reform School Girls, The Naked Gun. Uh, did a lot of TV stuff back in the day. Uh, kind of the nerdy girl with glasses, kind of kind of feel, right? but the person that surprises me the most in this, who probably has done more stuff than anybody is Kimmy Robertson. <laughs> she plays a super nerd in this movie. She's, she's Dan Franklin's best friend in the movie. I mean, don't tell mom babysitters dead twin peaks, uh, bad manners. I mean, quite a bit of stuff. So n- you never put that together that, you know, uh, some of these people just go on and are in a ton of stuff honey i shrink the kid she's in that too just thought about that um so a really good cast now this is early golden Glo- golo globus canon film right um that's what else makes this interesting right because we all know if you listen to this show how much i talk about the canon films and uh this one comes from it's a remake of a like 1978 film called Lemon Popsicle I believe from Israel so Golan Globus took a story that I think they wrote while still in Israel and it was a popular movie they made a remake of it released it over here and uh it is what it is uh, to me it's it's an iconic 80s flick to me you can't talk about 80s teen movies and not bring this one up, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, I think this is the best soundtrack of any teen 80s movie, man, this thing is solid, you got the police, you got Oingo Boingo, you got, I mean, it's it's just Lionel Richie, I mean, they wore a Lionel Richie song out <laughs> in this movie, uh, you got some Ario Speedwagon, this is a great soundtrack, But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about this movie. So, like we said, our three buddies, Gary, Rick, and David, are three guys going to school, hanging out. They go down to the local hangout spot, which is like a little burger joint. And they pick up these three girls and take them back to Gary's house. And like I said, Gary is like, he kind of looks like a... Uh, he kind of has a Ralph Macchio look about him, but he's like an even nicer looking guy, right? Or not, when I say nicer, I mean polite kind of guy, right? And uh, they hit on these three girls, and you got two that are pretty decent looking, and, and one is, is, you know, the, the friend, you know? they get them to come over to the table and they get talking, hey, there's going to be this raging party at this place. Y'all want to go with us? Well, I don't know. Is there going to be drugs? The girls ask if there's going to be drugs there. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. We, we got uppers, we got downers. And they're just making this stuff up. Lo and behold, they get the girls to come back to, to Gary's house. Nobody's there, right? They put on some music and they're like, oh, where's the drugs? Where's all the people? Well, they'll, they'll be here directly. And... Uh, um. Gary goes over and turns on the record player and starts playing a, a Blondie song, uh, which is called "In the Flesh," which is a, a kind of a nice ballady thing. So they start, you know, uh, the the two nicer-looking girls get with uh, David and Rick and start dancing. And uh, Rick's not messing around; he's already starting to make out with this chick. And Gary is sitting on the couch with the the nerdy girl, and she's like, "He's like, you want to dance?" She's like, "I don't care." <laughs> Well, do you, do you want to dance? I I don't care. You're, you're not getting anywhere with me. And that's kind of the whole scenario of their relationship. And Rick takes his girl, they go off to the bedroom and it's in no time. Well, I gotta, I gotta talk about this first. This is one of the best things. Uh, the girls ask if there's any cocaine. So the guys go in the kitchen. They're like, what are we going to do? So, so they, they pour out some sweet and low on a mirror and line it up and give it to the girls, and the girls are snorting to sweet and low. That's really good stuff. <laughs> well, y'all want some more? No. <laughs> so it's that, that teen thing of you think you're cool, you're supposed to do the cocaine, and you probably never really done it before, except for the, the nerdy girl who just does like a whole line, just, right? So... It's weird because it's it's kind of showing that thing of, you know, here's the here's the girl that's probably tried everything just to, to be in with the popular people. And the other girls have probably never tried it, but they think they're supposed to, to be cool, you know. And uh, so after snorting the sweet and low, Rick and his girl go off in the bedroom, and they're, they're, they're just going. They're going at it. Um, David gets his girl in the bedroom, and she's like, go out on the balcony and, and count to 100. When, when you come back, I'll be naked, and I'll be in the bed. Waiting on you. Well, he goes outside the balcony. He's counting to 100, and He's pulling off his clothes. While well, that's going on, Rick's da- uh, Rick, uh, Gary's downstairs with the other girl. She's eating these chips. He's trying to make his moves on her. She's not even moving. Eventually, you see her. She don't even have a shirt on. She's got. She still got the bra on. But she's still just eating the chips and just minding her own business and kind of letting him do whatever he's trying to do here. All of a sudden, his parents come home. And he's on the couch with this girl. <laughs> and, you know, he's still trying to get through the, the mystery of the bra, right? The bra, the bra, you know, hooks on the back. And she jumps up. She throws half the shirt on. And he's like, "Uh, I want you to meet my parents. And she's like shaking the parents' hands, but she's only got half her shirt on. You know, really embarrassing. Then all of a sudden, the two other girls come in, pretty much buck naked, no clothes on. The mom is going absolutely bonkers. Next thing you know, everybody's running out and going and getting in the car to to get away. And they're all laughing about it. And the mom is just distraught. She goes upstairs to the bedroom, lays on the bed. You kind of see where this is going. And uh, <laughs> when uh, she lays on the bed, she gets under the covers because she's just so disturbed about what happened. And all of a sudden, here comes dude off the balcony and starts trying to make his moves on her. She's like, not now. And then she turns around and finds out it's this, 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 this the guy. He comes running out, pretty much buck naked as well, jumps in the car. Well, he's got he's got his clothes on. He's got his underwear on. And, you know, so it's got that kind of feel to it. What this really comes down to is Gary one day is in the shop getting ice cream, and he's behind a couple of girls, and he sees Diane Franklin, whose name is Karen, in this movie. And he instantly falls in love with her. It's just an instant thing. You know, he can't help it. So he sets up these scenarios where he he actually goes and flattens the bike on her, like, moped, I believe it is. So she has a flat so he can swing by and pick her up. Hey, what's wrong with your bike? I got a flat. I'm going to be late for school. Hey, I'm going there. Come on. So he's, you know, he's setting up these things where they can be kind of kosher together. He kind of asks her out, hey, there's this party tonight. Do you want to go? I, I can't. I got plans. Yada, yada. So later that night, he goes to the party, and guess what? She's there with Rick, his best friend. And they're getting it, you know, getting pretty hot and heavy. She really likes him. And this is just killing Gary, right? Um, The story goes on to where she cares nothing about Gary. She's all about Rick, which, again, I understand, because I lived that life. And (laughs) Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, things get crazy. I mean, there's a weird... How do I put this? There's a weird penis measuring contest that happens. (laughs) Not my favorite scene, but all the guys are... There's this one guy that brags that, you know, he's bigger than everybody else, so they pull out a tape measure and start measuring. There you go. You don't see anything, but still, it's just a fact of... I don't really remember that ever happening in my school. Thank goodness. But anyways... There's all these quirky things. There's, You know, I forgot to mention Gary's a pizza delivery guy. And he goes to this one lady's house, and she's, I guess you'd say maybe a cougar. I don't know, but she's hitting on him and stuff. And he's like, "Ah, I've got to go. He goes back and gets his friends. This is a different part of the movie, but they go back. And uh, the two other guys kind of have their way with her. And then uh, she's getting ready for Gary. And all of a sudden, her husband, boyfriend, I, I don't know what he is, shows up. And, of course, again, here we are again, running out of the house with no clothes on. That kind of scenario. And so it's got all that teen angst stuff. But the story with, with Karen is what this is all about. And it's just killing Gary that, that she's interested in Rick. And he's trying to win her over. He's trying to sabotage Rick's chances of being with her. All these kind of things. Uh, and... She ends up with getting with Rick, and they sneak off to the football field together behind the bleachers. Gary even drives out there and tries to find them and stop them. Can't find them. Later on that night, he's at a little diner again, and Rick shows up and's like, "Hey, where you been, man? Been looking for you." He's like, "Oh, where were y'all?" And he he tells him that I was just with her, and you know we we did it. And dude is just distraught big time. He is very angry. I think uh, time goes by. One day at school, they're in the library, and he sees Karen coming up to Rick, and she's very upset about something, wanting to talk to him, and he won't talk. Turns out she's pregnant, and he don't want nothing to do with it. Well, this comes to a head between Rick and Gary, right? Um, so they they set up this thing where there was a bunch of kids supposed to go skiing, And taking a big uh, weekend trip together, well, he gets with Diane and says, look, I'll take care of everything, and uh, we'll go take care of this problem. Uh, So they decide that, you know, she decides she wants to have an abortion, and he takes her. He finds a place that they can stay. It's like his grandma's house or something that's, you know, kind of a shut-in kind of place. They stay there together. And, I mean, this guy does everything he can for her. When they find out how much it costs, he goes and (laughs) steals money from his house, begs his his boss at the pizza place for, you know, just an an advance. He sells his stereo system just to rack up enough money to, to pay for this because he cares that much about her. He takes care of her, takes her back to this place, uh feeds her and, and all this stuff and then he finally admits to her that you know he's he's in love with her. And you kind of get a moment here where she kisses him and everything seems good. And he's on Cloud Nine, right? And she's having a birthday party coming up real soon. And uh he goes and uh buys a, a, a locket and has it engraved, you know, to Karen with love. Which let's face it, in the 80s, if you got something engraved That meant something. That was a big deal. Because that didn't just happen. It doesn't seem like a big deal now. But back then, if you went and got something engraved, you were saying something special about somebody, right? Uh, I still got all my little bracelets and things that Becky got me back when we were in high school that she had engraved, right? And I'm sure she's got the stuff I had done for her, too. It was a big deal. And uh, so he's got this locket. He's all excited. It's her birthday, things are up and up, and he goes inside, he sees all of his buddies, everybody's partying, hey, where's Karen, I think she's in the kitchen, he goes in there, and there she is, kissing Rick again, and she just turns and, and looks at Gary, with this look of like, it's not even a sorry kind of look, it's just a look, so Gary gets in his car, I mean, dude is, I mean, <laughs> completely heartbroken, and he drives off into the night, and that's the way this movie ends. And that's that's the thing that stands out to me so much is the the resolution is so dark. I mean, you are you are heartbroken by this because this guy is truly one hundred percent in love, and uh, to be crushed like that, man, it's just it's devastating. It's it's a really good movie. It's got its problems it's got all you know some of the weird teenage angst things that you're kind of like yeah it's kind of cringy at moments at times now um but at the same time it's a uh growing up movie right and you kind of see who has their crap together and who doesn't and just how cruel people can be and just because you love somebody doesn't mean they necessarily have to love you back and that's that's a sad fact so uh I highly recommend this movie and uh, and I warn you it's 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 such as it's, it's such a roller coaster ride right because it's one minute you're laughing you're you're kind of going whoop there they go and then the next minute you're just like man this got dark really quick so uh this is a five out of five for me and uh I highly recommend again I, I don't see how you can have any kind of 80s collection and not have this movie, or at least have seen it, and know about it. So, that's my take on this one, folks. I hope you enjoyed I hope you check this movie out, because it deserves way more recognition than it gets. I personally, and I I, I said this about the wildlife, too, but I kind of like this one better than Fast Times, as well. Uh, I don't know if it's because Fast Times was so popular, and... When you watch it now, you're like, ah, is it really that good? I don't know. We're going to find out because I'm going to watch it again, too. But uh, I just always really like these movies. They seem a little seedier. Maybe that's what I like about them. They seem more realistic, especially around where I live versus where Fast Time is, is kind of placed. You know, Not taking anything away from it. I just think this movie... Uh, delivers a stronger message, and it's funny, they are very parallel, right, because you got the girl it has got the problem there as well, but this movie came out first, so you may want to even say that Fast Times might even pulled from the original version of this, and uh, made their own version, so don't know the history on that, that's just kind of what I think, but anyways, check this one out, and uh, we will come back with another 80s flick for you real soon, till then, we will check you later i